Hello, and welcome back to the Epitome of Woman podcast. Um, I'm your host, Zaina Allen, and um, creator of the Epitome of Woman podcast. And for those who are new um, to the podcast, this is the final episode of the pilot season of Epitome of Woman podcast, created for the liberation of the black woman and beyond, because all healing begins with the black woman in her womb. Um, I strongly believe that since we are the most direct connected um, being on the planet to the original woman of Earth. And um, on this particular episode, episode four, it's all about welcoming to womanhood. And my goal with this particular episode is just to reinstate black women with their power. Um, I'm aware of many, many generational traumas that have occurred to us as black women. Um, abuse, um, stereotypes, and that sensation of self-loathe, um, lack of self-knowledge, lack of womanhood. Um, black women are very great at motherhood um, and raising other people's families, raising children, but women have been robbed continuously of self-love, self-knowledge, and um, being a young lady first and again if this does not apply to you I guarantee you it applies to somebody in your family legacy and tree and until this disease becomes abnormal we're going to keep enlightening our women on how to become more self-loving outside of the cosmetics um, outside of the male approval and really just liberate the black consciousness in the black woman because it's our birthright um, we got to get clear on the simple fact that what's normal doesn't always mean healthy. And I personally live in Baltimore, Maryland, from Washington, D.C., have lived in L.A., Houston, Texas, and traveled to many other cities like um, Chicago and Philadelphia. And there's one bottom line I see in most black women in these cities. They're um, self-loathful. Um, um, very underdressed, um, drug-induced, um, a lot of children, single homes. We know the norm, um, and it doesn't need to be the norm no more. And if you struggle with this, saying this is not all black women, I'm very aware of that. But until this standard and expectation of black women stop being the norm, I'm going to keep educating black women that's looking for a way out through the means of self-love and spiritual enlightenment. Because what we have to realize is that happiness is a choice. But when you live in a matrix of situations that hinder you from actually reaching self-enlightenment, you become defeated. And I'm here to inform black women to not have defeat in your heart because you are born of strong and rebellious women and men. And they have died and fought hard for you to get this far. You're going to go even further with your offspring. Um, so let's get into it. Um... I want to start by like defining exactly what a woman is and let me be specific as I always am I speak only for the woman with wombs um, I do not speak for transgender women because I'm not a transgender woman I speak of the woman who gives birth to life and if you cannot have what children at this time this does not mean you are exempt but I mean the woman who was blessed with the gift of having a womb and breasts and um, that has the gift of the fertility because our job is specific on this planet um it is decided by nature and i speak only for us i'm sorry this is not the podcast for this um other 
I guess, gender-based things. I'm very antiquity-based, and it's not to offend others. This is just not, that's not my lane. So um, I like to refer to the woman as the guardian of creation. Um, the, the guardian of creation. Um, the woman is the protector of all human life on this planet. Um, the woman carries the mission, the secret, and the mystery of the universe in her womb. Um, that's not nothing to take lightly. You are literally an incubator, a nest. You're literally a home. You send nutrients. You send life to all human population on this planet. And specifically for us, the black women, all melanated people come from us. Even white people come from us. Um, melanin has one of the highest DNA content. And um, DNA personally carries genetic code. And genetic code is passed on from years and years of people living before us in their life mission. We carry their their strengths, their beauty, their goodness, and we also carry their darkness, their hurts, their abuse. And this is how you get generational cycles. Um, and so as a black woman, we can't take these things lightly because we personally carry all people's genetic code. Um, this is how we can mate with white people and our child will come out melanated because our genetic code is more dominant. In science, they call them dominant or recessive genes. We have dominant genetic traits for a reason because we are linked to the closest of the original people. And with that being said, a lot of our gifts go unrecognized as a black woman. We don't um, really have times, or actually we don't have a rites of passage or the perfect healthy system to nurture us the way we were nurtured in antiquity. Um, Living in inner city environments is toxic to the womb. Living in inner city environments is like toxic to the psyche, um, the emotional stability, because there's not much direct connection to nature. Everything is systemic. And um, just like a caged animal or a fish in an aquarium, when you live in a systemic environment, you become unsensible, meaning you don't have to rely on your natural senses to survive. Everything is provided for you, which is a form of slavery. And we are trying to break the black woman out of this conscious psych and beyond. And I'm here to let you know that as women, your your birthright gifts is one, the ability to give birth. That's one. So give peace and blessings to your menstrual cycle. Um, your second gift is healing. You provide medicine through your food, through your words, through your compassion, through your intuition. Because through your intuition, you can prevent and foresee danger healing um through your intuition you carry ancestral wisdom though do's and don'ts of the planet um you have a deep intuitive knowing that cannot be explained that is explicit explicit to the woman experience um you provide nutrition again going back to the healing you feed a nation um, what you feed yourself, you feed other people. And feeding yourself doesn't have to be only food. It's the music you consume. It's the books you read. It's the places you go to. This is why women are emotional beings because we feel the world through all of our sensations and our emotions. Um, we're not thought or not thoughtful, but we're not headspace driven. We're like a sponge to the planetary consciousness. Uh, we feel what the earth feel. And um, another gift is community. Um, we are the guardians of the children and the elderly. The um, culture, 
we decide how our community is ran. We decide how our men um, should be, uh, what they should do and not do. We are their um, higher reasoning. They're morale, that's the better word. We're more of their morale. And um, this is why a man's weakness is a woman because we're more, I don't want to say intuitively sound in them, but we have a foresight that's uniquely ours. And this isn't just because this comes from working closely with children, working closely with other women, and working with elderly. So we're constantly surrounded around innocence and wisdom by nature. So taking care of the home is an, a, a small example of taking care of the neighborhood and the community. And um, the man knows this. So he provides you all the tools you need to keep creating that nurturing environment. So we are the community um, protectors. Um, lastly is creativity. Creation is the ultimate gift of the woman. She can create anything on this planet. Um, meals, art, energy. A woman can create the whole mood of an environment. Um, so just going through just a, a few small definitions of what a woman embody. Um, she is just the sponge of all creativity of life of purpose and with great power comes great responsibility and um living in a country that thrives on systemic racism and thrives on systemic oppression of people to um obtain goods um it has really destroyed continuously intentionally um systemically the black woman in her womb her consciousness and her heart and i say this to all black women that this is not by coincidence this is intentional this is psychological warfare and nothing is done by coincidence not your films not the food you eat not the placement of it in the grocery store none of this stuff is coincidence um, for people that don't know my educational background, I went to school at Penn State University studying psychology, sociology, and writing. And I spent five years studying the psychology of business, writing, marketing, colors, religion, etc., etc. And I can promise you and attest to you that none of this stuff is on coincidence. Anyway, back to my point. Um, the system of racism hinders black women from reaching self-actualization from birth um to pinpoint something as a system it has to repeat results continuously without a glitch or without minimum errors um the reason why black people can pinpoint things as systemic racism because it's the same repeated pattern of a person um to person so here a few things actually first for people that do not know um Self-actualization is a term invented by the psychologist Maslow based on his theory of the hierarchy of needs. And um, there's other lower level hierarchy needs that a person is supposed to achieve. And over time, people realize that you don't have to achieve the hierarchies in order in order to achieve enlightenment. But the most supreme goal is self-actualization. So once you achieve all the lower ranking um goals which is like survival hunger all type of things but self-actualization is when you start to contemplate 
and um, think about your actual life purpose and what you desire out of your life and what you want to live. Basically, choice, free will. And so because black women are growing up in environments where they have to constantly think of, think of their environment, also what they're going to eat, their economic situation, their educational situation, they don't have time to actually reach self-actualization in many ways and start to go to self-deprecating habits. Um, a few results of living in these systems that hinders self-actualization through poor education, poor diet, etc., is single mothers and single motherhood is also a big result or is correlated strongly with mass incarceration of the black man not going to get too much details on these topics um i'm going to explain why at the end of the podcast so stay tuned and um so single mothers teenage pregnancy um lack of parental vision lack of sisterhood exploitation of black women image in the media so these are just a few of the results of systemic racism um i just think these areas have to be taken seriously when it comes to black womanhood i encourage single mothers to begin to make time to look for careers or opportunities or affairs that allows them to have more hands-on time in the house um, in this season, teleworking is a big market. I encourage black women to begin to consider markets that allow them to work from home. In many states, you get free Wi-Fi via Comcast if you are a mom with a child in public school systems. I'm aware that Maryland is one of those states. So look into your um, area. Um, teenage pregnancy. That one is strongly correlated to lack of parental vision and actual lack of parental development. I encourage this generation of black women to become more hands-on in the enrichment of the child. Also, black women, I encourage you to get more enlightened and enriched on the male role inside of the black woman's life, which I will speak on in further podcasts. Um, Having two heads raise one child is always the way. It takes half the pressure off of you. Right now, we're being systemically divided between, um, not between, but systemically divided against the black man, the black man against us. That's not the natural way that is from years of systemic oppression. Um, Lack of parental vision is what has robbed um, a lot of families. Um, I just don't even know what else to say. I just think we can't complain about the system and our education system without taking the responsibility of how we're not the ones deciding our children's education. Um, public education cannot be trusted. Um, you must help your children with their homework. You must take your children out of town. You must do activities in the house with your kids. You must set the culture of your home. Um, you must celebrate holidays. If you are one of those people that do not believe in the white man holidays, Kwanzaa is an explicit African-American religious system um, with its own holiday, specifically for us in the diaspora, for those who do not know. But a lack of parental vision and attention is what's hindering the development of children. And I want people to understand that childhood development is a very young concept in America. Um, in the past, children didn't go to school except young white men. Um, eventually white children were allowed to go and around the time of the Great Depression a lot of black kids did not receive education 
black children were expected to work white kids were expected to work also in factories um if your child was disabled or i guess incompetent or not honorary white enough a lot of times your child was killed black kids were not even allowed to even get a good education receive poor resources but it's not the american way to nurture children so all of this pressure to like raise our kids and properly educate them and not extort them for work is a very new and young concept i mean like at least 50 60 70 probably 80 now since like around the 1960s but education and nurturing your child is not a household concept because it was not part of the american development yes so I encourage all black people to become more hands-on in raising your child with these values and principles and morals. Um, educate them on the world, teach them culture, teach them history, teach them arts, teach them critical thinking, make them fall in love with learning, not for a grade or for a job, but to empower them and to liberate them because we are living in a world that is purposely misguiding our children and priming them for the prison system. If you can pay attention to the schools you went to, a lot of the schools mimic jail systems. They have the fluorescent lights with the halls, with like the jail doors and windows, with the jail food, you on uh, blocks, you get like a yard break do not prepare your child for the system that's slavery people are being proud for slavery um but next i want to talk about the strong black woman um concept stereotype ideology that the black woman subconsciously hates and love at the same time um it's rooted in the expectation of black women being able to endure suffering through tough conditions and being able to persevere. And I want black women to understand that you may find strength in that, but that is unhealthy. And that's rooted in slave-based thinking and that you do not have to suffer through life in order to prosper and do well. Suffering is natural with growth because you're going to endure things that you do not want to go through in life. But if you overextend this concept, you will deal with toxic people, toxic environments, and then toxic thinking. And I want black people to understand that this is not our way. You do not have to surrender to abuse. You do not have to actually get lost in chaos every day. It is quiet is normal, basically. For people that do not know, there are a majority of black people in inner city environments that live in chaotic environments. And it's okay for us to take a moment and go quiet. We don't have to always be loud, have an opinion on other things. It's okay to hear ourselves. So, because we are so used to suffering and enduring things, we throw ourselves to situations without thinking, analyzing, and considering things. Um, I want to share some truths, though, about the strong black woman concept. Um, it causes emotional strains. You carry so much hurt from the world and enduring so much trauma, you start to distrust. You start to get paranoid. You start to become resentful, hateful, and angry. And at this point, the world don't even understand why you're so angry because they don't understand what you endured because now you can't even talk, to about, talk about it to nobody. And now you're just a ticking time bomb and nobody understands. Not even your kids. It's your kids start to hate you. Because now you're taking that on them and they don't know why. They see you treat your baby daddy or your husband or whoever the guy you with better than them. And you can't give them the same effect. And then like, you get abuse. You get left alone. And there's so many other toxic things. But it's from the expectation of dealing with suffering. Um, and it isn't your duty to raise a nation. Leave space for yourself. 
um, in slave culture, women had to take care of other people's kids. Um, for those who do not know, women had to raise other people's children, feed them, clothe them, and barely had attention for their own children. Same through Jim Crow, working maid jobs and servant jobs. A lot of women had to raise other people's companies and homes and barely had a little bit left for their own child or had no attention for their own child. And I encourage in today's time that we realize that it isn't our duty to raise nobody else's family but the one we create out of our womb. It is nobody's children you have to hold accountable except the, the children in your neighborhood because community is power. Don't you dare think you have to raise any more children in this world except your own. Your children deserve your undivided attention. And I say this because black people battle with guilt of focusing on only themselves explicitly. It is okay to think about yourself and your own self-preservation. Um, and again, that comes from enduring generations of abuse, neglect, and raising family structures for various families. Oh, lastly, um, if you hear sounds in the background, it may be fireworks, and sometimes it may be gunshots, but I live in inner city Baltimore, and yeah, it's about to be 4th of July. Back to my points, though. So, let's begin the healing work, people, you know? Um, for those who do not know what healing means... Um, healing to me, because we use this word loosely, so I'm going to give you my definitive of what healing means. It means to bring illumination to the forces of darkness that blocks us from our divine connection. Um, trauma, um, I guess subconscious, unrealized behaviors, um, experiences sometimes, environments. But we as black women have to make time to get close to our healing we're not just letting go of the things we endure in our own personal lives we letting go of the hurt our families endured our ancestors and our elders why black women need time to detox the trauma we never had time to heal from slavery we never had time to heal from Jim Crow. We never had time to heal from the crack 80s. And we don't have time to heal right now under this pandemic. And well, I don't even want to talk about it in the heat of this climate. But peace to all the protesters out there. And people stay safe as possible. Um, but how can we get to healing? We have to purge. We have to let it all out. We have to release these things. Some key things we need to purge out um, realistically is our womb. Stop sleeping with men that are toxic. Stop eating the foods that are hazardous to our womb. Your intestines sit on top of your womb. That bacteria is heavy and is weighing and suffocating your womb. We need to purge out vanity, cosmetics, hair um clothing consumption beauty products overall basically i have nothing against these things but i see no value in it for the black woman one it doesn't cycle dollars back into the black community most of the times that industry doesn't even invite black women into it they don't like to sell to black vendors oftentimes um I feel like the black woman got a lot to learn about herself when she once she learns herself naked, once she gets over the ugly complex, over the my hair is ugly complex. I don't look, I don't like to go outside without makeup complex. And I want women to understand that I've been there, and I don't speak about nothing I haven't been to. 
um you could save money if you love makeup that much and you pull out on how much you spend a month for you can actually invest your money into a makeup company for yourself so i'm gonna need for black women to purge out the ugly woman complex um the third is diet for me that's the most critical um there's not much healthy food in black communities um there's junk food there's a oversaturation of meat products um low quality food fried food um we have a soul food culture which i'll talk about later at the end of this episode um these things need to be reevaluated our relationship needs to be reevaluated um we need to purge out entertainment black people are the main consumers of social media um what people have to realize that most of this stuff is programming these things shape the way we think and our control mental processes um and we have to purge our environment we have to be okay with pulling out a certain environment to restore ourselves to recoup to recharge and to realign within some environments don't feed you they suck the life out of you some environments hold you back they don't provide proper resourcing it's okay to leave a neighborhood for one that's better fitting for you that's why i moved to baltimore i love dc but one is overpriced they didn't have enough um they didn't have much housing opportunity for me i didn't want to stay in southeast i wanted to be in dupont circle um but that neighborhood is no more black and it costs way too much and so i moved to baltimore to live in the art district over here in the Baltimore hill area for a very very low price but i did what was best for me Black people got to get okay with moving to environments that's more nurturing for us and living free will. Um, I come from D.C. A lot of people love to live off Section 8 vouchers and welfare vouchers. We have to get out of that thinking. Um, as long as your life is controlled by the system, you cannot make free choices and you cannot prosper. In order to stay in the system, you must stay poor. In order to get wealthy, you must leave the system, but you're going to have to be okay with taking a risk. Um again we have to clear these things out especially the environment because if we're going to be the guardian of the village and the nest we're going to have to build a healthy nest one that we found the twigs for not the twigs just popped up out of a factory a fake bird nest no the bird finds and hunts with her mate for the, the twigs and they build their little nest and plant their eggs and they guard the nest anyway <laughs> why do we have to detox Again, it breaks the cycle of systemic racism. And it realigns the woman with her I am that I am. If people do not know this, the I am that I am is a very biblical reference to what we call the divine creator. Um, who lives within and creates the world out. And once we realign there, we can amplify our vibration. I want women to understand that vision in your head, that dream in your head is not far-fetched. But you have to elevate higher to reach it. It won't come to you. You must run to it. Um, and when you have a heightened vibration, your physical beauty naturally amplifies. Your attraction naturally am naturally amplifies. And people want to be around you. People love to just see you. You you start to dress yourself accordingly. You start to wear makeup that's complimentary, but not a mask. You start to walk different with a more like a sway. You start to feel sensual. You know, you start to uplift other women. You start to feel proud. You're not self-loathful. 
when you have a heightened vibration, you start to attract wealth, abundance. And wealth don't always come in the dollars. Sometimes it comes in the opportunities, in the vocation, in the purpose, in the education. You start to build a life with fruits. Um, a heightened vibration attracts a healthy environment. You start to be around your collective people. You start to be around people that's progressive, innovative, idealistic, economically strong people. When you self-loathful and you self-hating, you are around people that can't stand you. And they don't want you to prosper. They're envious. Um, when you have a healthy vibration, you are increased in fertility. Your wound starts to tingle at your mate. You start to create art. You start to create life and opportunities, events. You start to become just this vessel of energy. But most importantly, you become more fertile. Um, with my partner, I'm starting to realize like how much my body finds him attractive. Because when he rubs my belly or when he hugs me, like my whole uterus just like it expands with light energy. Um, so the more you heighten your vibration, you'll be able to recognize signals like that. Um, with a a heightened vibration you start to attract healthy partners yes like when you elevate the man you seek starts to come um but when you don't have a heightened vibration you don't have the patience um a low vibrational habit is promiscuity which promotes vaginal bacteria issues stds low energy obesity um, I could go on. I create a whole season about the impact of having a healthy partner and an unhealthy partner. And I guarantee you, if you do not have a healthy partner, elevate yourself and everything around you will elevate. He either will elevate to stay along or he will fall away. You do not shoot yourself in the foot and you do not shrink down for no man to stay in your life. I promise you, you will find better and you will elevate higher once you elevate your womb. Because I'm tired of seeing women shrink themselves for men that don't deserve it. <laughs> anyway, heightened vibrations also reveals like your divine gifts and your soul purpose. Um, I'm a healer. Everybody listening to this podcast is not going to be a healer. Some are going to be educators, innov- innovators, commerce women. Um, but the more you work on yourself and f- figure out who you are uniquely in this purpose, in this place, on this planet, you will understand what you bring to the planet, what you bring to the women, the children, and the community. And that's going to be your gift. Sometimes it's just going to be a quick vocation, maybe a year or two. But you're going to realize your purpose. Some purpose not as grand as for the people. Sometimes it's for a family, for a child. But you're going to know your place. And that's all that matters. Um, with a heightened vibration, you're going to have healthy children. You're going to speak light in your womb. You're going to feed meals of high vibration that keeps them healthy. Not in cravings. Not snacking on junk food. Not out here just wearing whatever they want to wear. Yes, you have to dress your children. Not allowing them to just consume as much television as they desire. You're going to teach them skill. You're going to take them out into the world. You're going to let life show them wisdom. You're going to guide them. You're going to let life decide who they become, but you're going to protect and mold them. You're going to refine the edges. Um, And lastly, with a heightened vibration, you're going to say hello to your queendom. You don't have to be ugly. You don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to be tired. You don't have to be strong, single black woman or whatever stereotype that has been forced upon us through system um, pressures and traumas. But you're going to find your grace and your power. You're going to find your eloquence and your power. And you're going to be okay with your yes and your no. I feel like your yes and your no commands your life. 
Because that's going to be the thing that opens the door to all the things. Your yes and your no is what's going to decide your healthy partner or unhealthy partner. Your yes and no is going to define your healthy environment or unhealthy environment. So I just want women to grow okay with increasing the vibration within ourselves because we deserve this. Um, when should you start? Um, I feel like every woman's starting point is different. Um, I would recommend a book a session with me. For those that do not know, I am a tarot reader. I do different tarot sessions. You can get a 30-minute or hour session. Um, we pull the divination cards, begin the life coaching process of what tools you will need. Um, I'm also an herbalist. So I make herbal medicines. I am a plant-based vegan person now. I don't know what to call that, but I, I eat plant-based. And um, I'm good at creating a, like a diet plan, a detox plan for you. Um, I'm currently working on the Epitome of Women Gut Detox Plan, which will be available for purchase sooner than later. So, you can take those options. But a couple home remedies that you can start doing today. Begin deep cleaning your damn house. Um, let go of the clothes that no longer serve you. Let go of the, um, the junk in your drawers. The shoes under your bed that you no longer wear. Wipe your fridge out. Throw out all the old food. Yes, I mean that old milk in your fridge that you ain't touched in weeks. Um, but begin to cleanse. Cleansing is a very spiritual practice. Um, the thing about the universe is when you let go, you make space. You can invite more in. And when you don't have space for the new, you're going to overhoard the old. So begin making space in your life. Let go of people. Do not be afraid to pull out of friendships. Let me tell you something. If a person is your friend, they invest into your life healing. They invest into your life mission. They will put dollars in your vision. They will put support into your children. They will not take up your space in it in your time with their antics. Understand that. Everybody that's around ain't your friend. In the words of my mother, that's not your friend. If you got a question, if they trust you, if they doubt you, let them go. A person worth having loves you without a shadow of a doubt. Second, learn your ancestry beyond the fun facts. I'm so tired of black people feeling like they don't have to do the studying and the homework of their ancestors. There's many black-owned bookstores. There's many books of antiquity that we must learn. If you love Martin Luther King, begin to read his essays. Begin to read his work. Malcolm X, read his autobiography. Study the Nation of Islam. Learn these things and decide for yourself as a black person what things you want to keep for your personal values, for your community. Learn the industry of racism. Yes, because people don't, do, don't understand that the economy is built off the system of racism. Everybody did not own slaves, but there was industry intentionally built around the system of the slave plantation that there were storefronts that provided tools for slave owners so they could buy clothes and um, medicines or whatever the case may be for their slaves on the land. You know, so like as, even though everybody didn't have slaves, it was industries built around that. There were black people that owned slaves. It was a lot that went on in slavery. And I, I encourage people to learn about the diaspora experience across the Americas um, and become familiar with your leaders. Become familiar with your organizations. Next, of course, create healthy circle of friends. Get you your 12 disciples like Jesus had. It don't take many. What I really encourage is though, if you do have a partner or you're interested in having a partner, 
Find you a man on the same page as you. Ain't nothing more powerful as a black woman getting you a black man that knows his black kinghood and ready to empower and liberate you into your queendom. Because I guarantee you he going to hold you down like no other and y'all going to move like a force. Just saying. Begin drinking your ginger and lemon decoctions every night. Drink your ginger tea. Hold on, let me my eye real quick. Drink your ginger tea. It'll send fire to your gut. It'll begin detoxing out all those toxins in your gut. I, ginger is like the queen of like medicines when it comes to the nervous system and the gut. It pushes it all out. It kills it all. That spice is it's for real. Um, let it push all of that out. Um, and you'll start to see your bowels um, movement start to increase. But um, this not an excuse to start eating more unhealthy and thinking ginger tea. We have to get out of, um, and I'm going to actually save this for my the end. But we need to get out of um, this healing process of doing the wrong thing continuously and then looking for a pill. This disease mindset of healing because that's not what healing is um, when it comes to like health and wellness of the body. But I'm going to leave that for right now, right where it's at. Um, the next thing is make time to begin making time. And I'm going to repeat that. Make time to begin making time. You need to, as a woman, begin to make time for you to make time for yourself and your life. If you work a 9 to 5 job and you've been working service industry jobs all your life, you have business management skills whether you know it or not. You have supervised, you have public served, you have customer service, meaning you work 8 to 12 hours a day. I'm sorry, but as a person who loves entrepreneurship, if you give yourself 3 to 4 hours on your day on, like say you work 9 to 5. Say you wake up at like 5 in the morning to get your kids ready, 6 o'clock in the morning to get your kids ready for school. Day out the door at 7, you got time between eight to nine you going to work cool on that bus ride to work you study in your books on your car ride to work you listen to your podcast boom on your lunch breaks you starting to get your skills up but you off at five o'clock and you cook your plant-based meal when you get home at six o'clock boom Plant-based meals don't take long, just so people know. It take like 20, 30 minutes. So it's best to eat plant-based because you ain't going to be burning out too much energy. You got time. Your kids are already going to be home. They're going to be in bed. You got time between 9 p.m. probably at the most to like 1. I, be- I encourage you to begin to execute that time. Be okay getting less sleep for a while. May not work for some, but may not work for others. I gave people with children the opportunity first because all us single people or no children people, it is no excuse to not get the work done. Literally. If you work a 9 to 5 and you ain't got no kids, you need to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I prefer 4.30, but you need to be working overtime at least once a week. It is no excuse. We are being trained to be robots to work a system. But understand that your job serves you. So lastly, begin making time to begin making time. Um, my personal work schedule is I work from 5.30 to 1 p.m. on purpose so I can have time to work on epitome of women. And I ain't got no damn excuse. Now, what do we have to do? Again, I would strongly advocate 
if a man is not committed to you does not see a future with you have not told you to your face directly he wants to build a life with you do not sleep with this man you are not free pussy you are not free cattle you do not let no man live up under your power you are not a mom you will not nurture him with your vagina and your energy he does not deserve you you are better than him remember that you a queen so remove uncommitted sex i encourage that i encourage celibacy I believe a woman should go through a celibacy phase um, post dealing with so much trauma with men to heal and learn who she is outside of these men. It is too common for women to A, start sex really, really young because that's just how our culture has operated. But we don't have enough self-knowledge um, to even be dealing with these men. A man that loves you is not going to have you out here sleeping with him and playing around, having you give him money and not want to be with you and pour into you. A man that loves you want to pour into you, truly. Two, begin removing foods that create mucus in your womb and your body. The foods that create mucus in the body is dairy, processed foods, alcohol, which is yeast, and meat. Um, with meat and dairy products, what they do is they create plaque in your arteries in the form of cholesterol. Um, the plaque begins to build up and it starts to sit in the blood vessels and the uh, coronary arteries. And it starts to take up the oxygen in your blood. And it starts to create and make buildup. And when you have too much mucus buildup, it starts to create tumors. Because tumors is nothing but pus. That's it. Um, you could drain them with things like ginger and lemon. But begin to move these things out of your body. Um, oh, and lastly, again, remove low vibrational men. Because low vibrational men also eat poison, drink alcohol, do drugs. And their semen gets inside your vagina and also is toxic to your vagina. And now you have vaginosis and all these other STDs and itchy vagina. When you got a king in your life, one, when you know your place in your home, you hold the power in your home. So you get to cook high vibrational meals. He eats what you eat in that house. So his diet is based off your health. That's another thing. So a high vibrational man is going to eat high vibrational food. So his health is going to be good on the inside. So you don't need no man that's eating poison and taking in poison in your body. No, you do not. Um, begin waking up again before 7 a.m. Um, light your incense. Get into meditation mode. Drink your tea. Your ginger tea. Begin doing a spiritual-based workout. Yoga. Um, or begin writing. This is the time, the most spiritual time of the day is early, early before the sun rises up. Like 4, 35 o'clock when the energy is most still. Most of the world is still asleep. Only billionaires and entrepreneurs are up around that time. Nobody else. Take advantage. Um, begin to study. Uh, read books written for black women and men and by us. Now, people that study us, but written by us, those who have walked the path for liberation and freedom and empowerment, preferably nonfiction. I know a lot of people like fiction books, but nonfiction is very empowering because you get to hear their direct thoughts and you get to see their direct plan of action of what paths they walk. I encourage a lot of black women to read Maya Angelou. Um, her book, Heart of a Woman, is powerful. For those who do not know, Maya Angelou was a prostitute, a dancer, an artist, hustler, woman with everything. Phenomenal woman. She has had every experience that a woman can relate to. The black woman, I do agree with this. 
strongly um second i encourage people to read asada by asada shakur mainly my revolutionary woman to understand um her thought process being in a black panther party for those who do not know she escaped out of prison and fled to cuba um she was a real radical radical woman and I encourage every woman on this planet to read Sacred Woman by Sacred Woman by Queen of Fua. Queen of Fua is my life. Um, she's part of my spirit family. Her and Erica Badu. I believe in the healing through vibration in the herbs more than anything else. And um, please, that book will give you all the guidelines you need. Sacred Woman. She have circles um, where she do workshops. She have a yoga DVD. She's powerful. She even do Instagram uh, phone calls. She'll post a Zoom number up there and she'll speak to the women. And you get to ask her questions. Um, for those who do not know, she trained Erica Badu. And I probably spoke about this in my last episode. I'm just a fan. That's all. Um, for him. And this is for women that are in relationships. Honor your queendom by, again, producing fresh meals. Um, what I've learned by cooking for my partner, which he hates that I cook too much, but he'll get over it. <laughs> but, um... Producing fresh meals, you decide the energy of the home. You decide the health of the home. Um, the more low vibrational foods you bring in the house, the more vibrational the men and children will be, including yourself. Um, the more high vibrational you create the atmosphere of healing, productivity, um, group efforts. Because most high vibrational foods you got to cook hands on. And you could cook with your partner, your children, um, etc. And f- overall, the fresh foods are the medicine. Um, in your queendom, you create the home culture. Ooh, ain't nothing like me waking up in the morning, lighting my incense, burning my sage, putting that pot of tea on, preparing breakfast. He wakes up, he starts playing his guitar. We start talking about our finances, our business, our, our next steps. Um... But I created that culture in this home. I created the peace of the home. I created the foundation of love and sacredness. And he respects it. So he provides the groceries. He provides the music and the arts and the the ride and the community. Because he brings a whole family with him also. It's, it's a team. But for a living fact, the woman creates the home culture. Um, bring him tools. Um, bring your man tools that he can work with while you're healing he could be healing um, bring him books um, I encourage every man to read The Way of the Superior Man by David Dieta. Um begin to network his skill if your man has his own company his own talent and you start to be out in the world and you meet people begin to put him on recommend him um, also begin family planning one thing I love with my partner is Going over new business ideas with him, um, next steps for us. We're supposed to be moving in the fall, so I look forward to that. And um, discussing these things and these economics, because two heads are better than one. So I be- I encourage to begin that process of learning how to brainstorm the house together. Um, thanks to him, I know how to save money. He got me saving, and because I'm saving, he picks up on other things. So he likes to take me out and treat me a lot more. So... Bring him tools and he'll bring you what you need even more. They, I cannot attest enough that men love to provide. It is their nature. Do not feel guilty. I've learned to stop feeling guilty about it. It is who they are. Um, listen to him. Um, with time, I've learned that men just want to be heard. 
Women love to be right. Men just want to be heard and understood. He know he wrong because you know you justified. But he wants to make you proud. So hold him accountable. Say it once. Say listen better when you say it once. And um, listen. Um, learn how to bond beyond intercourse. Or if you're a person that's too reserved, have heightened intercourse. Um, but either way, sex is healthy. Sex is required to express love. I've learned men love to show their feelings through sex, through physical touch. Um, they feel more close to you and bonded to you by being inside you. That's just the law of nature. That's their purpose. They feel driven to be inside the womb. It's an honor. Um, and remember, you the medicine of the house. Um, pray together. You know, toast together. Give libation together. Um, align skills together. Work as a team. And lastly, just to close out... Um, Make sure you donate to the podcast. Um, you could do the donations through www.epitomeofwoman.com. Um, donations go as low as $1 or as high as you would like. Uh, I appreciate everybody that has donated. You have activated the website and um, funded me to get some more film equipment. I want to get into like a vlog series for Epitome of Women. I got a few ideas. Um, so I got to buy a tripod and a boom mic thing. Thanks to you all. Um, and then conclude even further remember that normal doesn't mean healthy um sickness isn't normal disease isn't normal no animal in the nature lives in disease states their whole life like humans do this is not a natural state we need to come out of this um and remember that your healing raises your children your partner and your community black women your healing is going to save the planet i guarantee you um and what's to come so next for epitome of woman um on epitomeofwoman.com i will be launching exclusively historically significant episodes um that people will have access to once they pay for permission through the website um these um more like not blog based or like opinion based but these lightly light-hearted type episodes will be on um apple music and spotify but if you want to get to the thick of your blackness, your black culture, those will be specifically through my website. Um, episodes centric around the food industry and how to read food labels and the health and it, what's next for black people or um, the journey of self-hatred at a black woman. And um, what else have I documented? Basically deep imperial research of the black experience um, through history it's very very heavy on information and background information about the systemic racism in our country i encourage everybody to tune into it um the gut cleansing plan will be available on epitomeofwoman.com soon and i will be launching another podcast specifically for tarot forecasting of the month for my tarot lovers you can follow my instagram at epitomeoftarot.com oh that wrong at epitome of tarot and um if those people who do not follow the podcast page, it is Epitome of Woman Podcast. And my personal is Epitome of Woman. I thank all of you for giving this launch season a go. I appreciate you. Be sure to donate to keep us up and going. Um, ask questions, give recommendations, give feedback, support the cause, support black business, get out of your community and make a change. Black people, I'm here for you. And until next season... Have a blessed
and purposeful and intentional and devotional life with love epitome of woman